This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mix. You've waited patiently all day. All week. They were patient. They didn't get rushed. But Great Lakes Bay region, we finally arrived at the payoff from high school. House call for Isom. To college. Connor Stallions. Like, bro, get a life. To the pros. Anything about Clayton Toon. No. And that's why I like it. We cover everything a Michigan sports fan could want. This is uncharted territory. And now, here they are. It's the payoff. I don't even think we need to do an introduction today. Payoff, Ben Bosher, Ben Clevenger. That's all you need to know. Let's just dump right into it. Usually I wait to throw the text line out, but I'm just going to do it from the top today. 989-837-6125. Jim Harbaugh has been suspended. Finally. This was supposed to happen on Monday. Nope. Then it was supposed to happen on Wednesday because that was the deadline for Michigan to respond to their potential suspension on Jim Harbaugh. The Big Ten sent out this memo to Michigan, and they had till Wednesday to respond. They did, and the Big Ten still decided to do nothing. And then all the reports say, oh, well, here comes the hammer on Thursday. Tony Petiti's going to come swinging. Thursday go by, and again, nothing happens. Then we get all these reports today from these reporters who just jumped in out of the blue. Heather Dinich. Indiana alum, Big Ten gal, jumps in out of the blue out of nowhere. Sources indicate Big Ten response is coming early this afternoon. Well, afternoon comes by, not a ton goes on. I'm just about ready to call her for lying out. And I was honestly ready to come on here and tell you all these reporters have been BS this entire last week. Because, again, Peter Thamel over the weekend last, last week, on college game day says, expecting an upcoming day's suspension of Jim Harbaugh. Didn't happen. Well, then Adam Rittenberg a few days ago says, well, Michigan's actually exploring other options, like a significant fine. Again, didn't happen. Then this Heather Dinich person jumps in and doubles down and says the Big Ten is still expected to make a decision today, but it's taking longer than expected because of the legality involved in the process and documents. That's why it took longer. That's why it took longer to, for you to suspend Jim Harbaugh because of the le- legality behind it. You had all week to suspend Jim Harbaugh. Why now? Why now? After he gets on a plane and heads to Penn State, and there's a lot of speculation. Oh, they waited until Michigan got on this plane so Michigan couldn't respond. Well, Michigan's going to respond regardless. It's Jim Harbaugh who can't respond. Jim Harbaugh who might not even know about this suspension until he gets out of the plane and lands in Happy Valley. I'm not saying Tony Petiti and the Big Ten waited to put this statement out until they got on a plane. But what I am saying is the last 24 hours, it's been very clear and well reported on when Michigan's plane was leaving and when it was going to Penn State. It was very clear it was leaving at 2 p.m., Friday, Jim Harbaugh was expected to be on the plane. So why did you wait until he got on the plane to give him a suspension when you knew damn well when that plane was leaving? 
And who the hell is Heather Dinich? Why did she just jump into this? All these reports for a month have only been, I'm not saying they're complete lies, but there's been so much, there's been so many reports that have been half true. Speculation. Well, sources tell me this. Who are your sources? Please stop reporting on this case. Please stop trying to be the first person to report on something if you don't have concrete evidence and concrete facts. Because right now it feels like everyone's just trying to be the first one to the pig. Why is the suspension now? Why do you wait until Friday? Well, I've got two theories on that. And for those of you who are just joining us, Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for the remainder of the regular season on game days. He's still allowed to coach during the week, but come Saturday, he's got to get his ass off the sideline for now because Michigan's coming back. Michigan's had ammunition in the gun. We didn't know whether the Big Ten had ammo or not. And for a while, it looked like Tony Petiti was about to cower down once again. He's been a joke this entire process. He got soft when all the coaches started yelling at him, and he tried to be a people pleaser and make everybody happy. Well, now you've just pissed everyone off. You know who you pissed off the most? The school that makes you just about more money than everyone else. Huge has been saying on our airwaves for three hours, I don't know how Michigan and Tony Petiti coexist at this point, and I'm 100% agreeing with him. I don't agree with Huge on a lot of stuff that he says. At least not everything. But that's one thing I can certainly get behind. And that's very clear in Michigan's statement that they put out. Michigan has essentially said, this is complete BS. This is complete BS as, and bias as to how Tony Petiti has treated Michigan on this. It's been absurd. Here's the quote. Commissioner Petiti, Hasty's action, hasty action today suggests that this is more about reacting to pressure from other conference members than a desire to apply the rules fairly and impartially. By taking this action at this hour, the commissioner is personally inserting himself onto the sidelines and altering the level playing field that he is claiming to preserve. In doing so on Veterans Day, a court holiday, to try and thwart the university from seeking immediate judicial relief is hardly a profile in partiality. To ensure fairness and process, we intend to seek court order together with Coach Harbaugh preventing the disciplinary action from taking into place, which leads me into my next point. Tony, I got breaking news for you, man. If Michigan gets this temporary restraining order, and let's just be very clear about what that is, it has nothing to do with keeping someone away from someone else. Has nothing to do with keeping Billy Bob 50 feet away from Jane. A temporary restraining order puts a hold in whatever case it's being applied to. You get U.S. courts involved, and if Michigan were to obtain a TRO, Jim Harbaugh would continue to be allowed to coach or be allowed to continue coaching. If they get that by Monday, hell, by tomorrow, Petiti looks powerless, small, and weak, which makes the conference 
look like a joke. The SEC is dying laughing right now. They probably can't even believe the mess that is happening in the Big Ten right now. If Michigan gets this TRO and Harbaugh's back, Harbaugh's back on the sidelines by next week, by Ohio State, Tony, you, you screwed this entire thing up. You showed you have no power and are just taking aimless shots at Michigan without really knowing what you're getting, what, the repercussions of anything. Why shoot the gun if you know the consequences are going to be bad? Because right now it feels like this is too tense. The tension between Michigan and Petiti is at an all-time high. And I'm telling you right now, the Big Ten needs Michigan more than they need Tony Petiti. He's just some guy. He's just some puppet. He's just some dude sitting in a chair with the title of Big Ten commissioner. That's replaceable. He's been here for less than a year. That title's replaceable. What's not replaceable is Michigan. What's not replaceable is the number one rated game in college football every single year. Michigan versus Ohio State. That falls under your Big Ten media rights deal. You're the one getting paid for that game. You being the Big Ten. That brings in so much money for the Big Ten because that is the cash cow. I get the SEC's been the most successful team since, or since been the most successful conference since the CFB's been created, but the cash cow every year is Michigan versus Ohio State. And if Michigan's serious about this thing, feels like they're being mistreated, they're being targeted, as they should. You waited until the 11th hour to try to suspend Jim Harbaugh. If Michigan truly feels this way, they should threaten to leave the Big Ten, like I said four days ago. You do that, and Petiti's still trying to come down on you? If he dares you to leave, then you should leave. Let's see what happens to the Big Ten if they do. Have fun relying on the West Coast teams to get you big money deals from Fox, CBS, ESPN, whoever you want to make the deal with. Those teams aren't getting the top-rated games every year. Say what you want about those L.A. schools. They don't have the market Michigan does. They don't have the alumni Michigan does. They don't have the support Michigan does. They might have the NIL money, but the NIL money don't get you no media rights deal. And for everyone saying it's ridiculous, Michigan's never going to leave the Big Ten, did you ever think the Pac-12 would cease to exist in a matter of three months? Did you ever think UCLA was going to be in the Big Ten? Did you ever think Texas was going to go to the SEC? Crap changes in college football real fast. And Petiti, man, I just got to tell you, you opened up an entire new can of worms by suspending Harbaugh. This opens up things you don't want to get into. This could have been over and done with by now if you would have just told the coaches last week in your meeting, hey, I'm letting the NCAA deal with this. Back off me. Everyone wants me to take action. I'm letting the NCAA take care of it. Michigan has been 100% cooperative with that investigation. And I've said from the very beginning, I've said this on this show for three weeks, there is a suspension coming for Harbaugh next, week, next year, as there should be. He should be suspended next year. Let's admit it. Whether you root for green, whether you root for blue, Harbaugh should be suspended. Why? 
because you as the head coach are responsible for everything that happens beneath you, whether you know about it or not. There is a punishment and discipline coming for Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, but why are you rushing to do it now? He's going to get suspended by the NCAA next year. Hell, it could be for the entire freaking season. So why is the Big Ten inserting themselves now? Why are they in such a hurry now? Why aren't they in such a hurry throughout the entire course of the week? But Friday at 3.30, after Michigan, Michigan's plane leaves to go to Penn State for a top 10 matchup, why now? All of a sudden, the story, the spotlight for tomorrow's top 10 game is Jim Harbaugh, Tony Petiti. Put him in a boxing ring for all I care. 989-837-6125. Do you think... I'll open it up for anything. Anything you want to text in right now. Give me your thoughts. Give me what you're feeling. Because what I'm feeling right now is this is direct targeting at Michigan. This is Tony Petiti collapsing under pressure from other coaches to make a move. And it is going to be consequential, not only for his job, but the Big Ten. I'll get in more to the Big Ten next. Because I really do. If Michigan leaves the Big Ten, oh man. The Big Ten was in first place, guys. They were winning the race to become the super conference. I don't know if I can confidently say they're in first place anymore. The repercussions of this are going to be... It's going to be tough. 989-837-6125. Do you feel that Michigan is being disciplined properly by Tony Petiti and the Big Ten? Frick Sports Bar text line 989-837-6125. 6125. I want to hear from you. This was going to be a split show. 50% Lions, 50% Michigan. We might have even worked the Pistons into this. You guys are steering the ship on this one. If you guys want to talk this Jim Harbaugh thing the whole time, let's do it. If you want to talk Lions, Chargers, let's do it. I want to hear from you. 989 837 6125. You're listening to the payoff fueled by Forward Energy. The high school football game of the week. Presentation. Back to the payoff on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Yeah, everybody looks good at home. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. All right, I'm going to try to calm down a little bit. Let's keep this conversation going. You guys can keep texting in 989-837-6125. I'm trying to be rational about this. Producer Ben Clevenger comes in here during the break and says, yeah, I, I forgot it was a national holiday, which means courts are closed which means you can't get your temporary restraining order as fast as you'd like. And I asked him, are you a Michigan fan? He said, no, I'm impartial. I'm glad that some people are finally realizing that Michigan is, I don't want to say being treated miss, miss, I don't want to say that they're being treated unfairly because let's be clear, Michigan is, Worthy of being punished to some degree. There is going to be a suspension. And to sit here and say Jim Harbaugh 100% didn't know about any of the sign stealing, I think is a bit of an exaggeration. Obviously, there's no evidence or any knots tying him to knowing about the sign stealing scandal. But he's the head coach. He has a pretty good idea of what's going on beneath him, don't you think? He's going to get suspended, as he should. 
But the way that this has transpired over the last week has been absurd. There was going to be no suspension for Jim Harbaugh by the Big Ten until all the coaches got on a Zoom call and start bitching up a storm to Tony Petiti. Then he decides to load up the gun with what? Evidence from the NCAA investigation. They didn't do their own investigation. They didn't collect their own evidence. They got in their hands and knees and begged the NCAA to provide them updates. Updates on what they have found thus far in the investigation, which is not even over. The NCAA has been fair. They've been kind. They've let due process play out. The Big Ten has inserted themselves in as quickly as possible to try and get Jim Harbaugh suspended. Why? Couldn't tell you. Because the Big Ten is going to benefit from Michigan being in the college football playoffs. Let me remind you, the Big Ten makes money from Michigan going to the college football playoffs. The Big Ten makes money when Michigan is a successful program. So why is the Big Ten so fast to jump in and try to keep this team out of the playoffs? Because you fold it under the pressure of the coaches. That's why. And I said going into the break, the Big Ten was winning the race to become the super conference. What do I mean by that? You have Michigan. You have Ohio State. Those are your cash cows. You were lacking big brand secondary teams outside of that. I get Michigan State has made a college football playoffs. I'll acknowledge that. Penn State has been a very good program for the past decade. Now you bring in UCLA. You bring in USC, Oregon, and Washington. You get the big dogs from the Pac-12. You all of a sudden have a bigger TV deal than the SEC. How that came to be? You tell me. Big 10 TV deal. Eight to seven eight billion dollars with Fox, CBS, and NBC over the next seven years. SEC. $3 billion deal. ESPN, 10 years. You tell me what the more successful TV deal is. Big Ten's raking in dough. Because you have Michigan. Because you have Ohio State. Two of the biggest alumni bases in all of college football. You were winning the race to become the Super Conference. You were. SEC added Texas and Oklahoma. They didn't get the big TV deal. They didn't get all the West Coast teams. Yet, which conference is literally imploding at this moment in time? Eating each other alive. I don't know why Michigan would be okay with coming back. Michigan's not going to sit here and get punched in the mouth by Tony Petiti without standing up for themselves. They've already came out and made a statement. Why should they sit here and allow Jim Harbour to get punished? Because if they don't get their way, just like Petiti has been petty, petty Petiti, it's what we should call him, just like Ohio State, Purdue, and Rutgers, and all these schools that were bitching up a storm in that meeting, just like they've been petty, Michigan's going to be equally, if not more, petty. They're not going to let themselves sit down and be punished. They're not going to accept it. 
I'm telling you guys right now, you can like it, you can dislike it. Michigan's not accepting this punishment and will go to the greatest lengths to make sure this is as difficult as possible for the Big Ten. They're already trying to get a temporary restraining order put in. Will that happen by tomorrow? Don't know. But they're already trying to go against the Big Ten. They already have taken personal shots at Tony Petiti because they feel as if Tony Petiti has taken personal shots at them. Why should they sit here and let Tony Petiti dictate where they're playing their football? Michigan could look them dead in the eyes and say, we're going to leave and go to the SEC. And the Big Ten would collapse. They would panic. You can pretend like those four schools from the West Coast can replace what Michigan does in terms of TV value, program success. Sure, those schools have all the NIL money. They might have sunshine out there in California. They don't have the number one rated game in college football every single year. Oh, well, Michigan's not going to leave the Big Ten. They're not going to leave Ohio State. They got to play every year. No, they don't. No, they don't. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Just played their last game. Oregon, Oregon State. Played their last game. Rivalries are dying. I'm telling you, this game versus Ohio State, maybe, could be the last one, for all I know, because things change fast in the Big Ten. Things change fast in college football. If I would have told you 15 months ago, all these West Coast teams were coming to the Big Ten, would you have believed me? Nope. If I would have told you in 2008 that there's going to be a college football playoffs, would you believe me? Nope. Things change fast in the Big Ten, guys. Things change fast. And while they were in first place, that might not be true tomorrow. It really might not be. And here's the funniest part about it all. We don't even know if Harbaugh is going to be on the sideline tomorrow. What they said was he was suspended the rest of the regular season. We don't know if that kicks in tomorrow because according to the sportsmanship policy in the Big Ten, you are allowed to suspend a coach for two games maximum without getting approval from a higher board, the Big Ten executive board. Now, we don't know if they got approval. They might have. And if they got approval, well, then yeah, you can suspend them for the full season. But if that's the case, you wait until the 11th hour on Friday after their plane had already left 24 hours, less than 24 hours before kickoff. You waited so that you, they couldn't go get a temporary restraining order. Come on, let's just admit it. That's why they waited. Or you didn't get the board of executives on the Big Ten to agree to this bigger than two-game suspension. You're only locking them down for two games. And you're waiting until right now so that he can coach tomorrow. And then you say, oh, well, it goes into effect on Monday. Then he's missing the Ohio State game. Either way, you are deliberately deliberately trying to hurt the Michigan football program. It's been absurd. They're trying to get rid of him because Ohio State and Ryan Day Couldn't stand the fact that they were losing. That's it. And I'll tell you what. You know who's probably the most fired up? You know who's probably going to take this to heart the most? The Michigan players. 
They just lost their coach that they worship. Listen to any one of these guys talk about their head coach. Talk about him like he's Jesus. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. It's just the way they talk about him. They love him. All week long. Hell, all month long. They've been being told that this team's not good enough to win without sign stealing. All month long, they've been told they shouldn't be allowed to play in the college football playoffs by people like Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A., since when do you even watch college football, first of all? And the fact that you can sit there on TV every day, every day and say Michigan shouldn't be allowed to play in the college football playoffs because they have a competitive advantage. If they beat Penn State tomorrow without Jim Harbaugh, without sign stealing, because obviously you're not sign stealing the rest of the season. You go and beat Penn State tomorrow. Then what's your reason why they can't be in the college football playoffs if the goal is to get the four best teams in the country in that little playoff? If the goal is actually to get the four best teams and they go wax Penn State without their head coach, no sign stealing, there is literally no argument and no reason they shouldn't be in the playoffs. None. Those players are fired up. They are ready to go. They are going to play with a chip on their shoulder for their head coach. You can make fun of it at week one, holding up the three games, wearing the free Harbaugh shirts. Go ahead and make fun of it. It was funny week one. But I'm telling you, these players love their coach. You don't have to love them, but they do. And they are going to play with the ultimate chip on their shoulder for their head coach. They are going to punish Penn State. They are going to be playing angry. Sure, if they lose, come at me. I, I, don't, I don't care at this point. I really don't care at this point. This has been such a ridiculous story, and I'm so over it. 989-837-6125. You guys are flooding the text line. We'll hit it next on the payoff fueled by Forward Energy. Lakes Bay region's only local sports show. Back to the payoff. Look, you can call me a, a Michigan slappy. I, I, I don't really care at this point. I'm just over this entire story. The NCAA will and does have every right to suspend Jim Harbaugh. Whether he knew about it or didn't know about it, it doesn't matter. You as the head coach are responsible for everything that happens beneath you because you are the face of the program. The Big Ten, however, is stepping in and making this political. That's where we'll start on the text line. Rage. Tony Petiti's a weak leader and has turned the Big Ten into big politics. I've been a Big Ten fan for 50 years. I would root for all the Big Ten schools in non-conference games and bowl games. What Tony Petiti has done has turned me off from the Big Ten conference. He has turned the Big Ten conference into the big political conference. Go Blue, beat the Nittany Lions. It's a 989 number, 4602. Leave your name. Want to give everybody a shout out. I'll keep going. Little kids, all these soft coward coaches led by day, whined and cried like babies because they were getting straight smashed by Michigan. And I'll pause on reading the text for a minute. Desmond Howard made, he's not the right person to really talk to about this because he's not going to give his unbiased opinion, but what he can do is provide facts. And what he did this morning was provide facts. He said, Michigan has been dominant up front, back to back 
Joe Moore Awards, best offensive line in the country. 11 guys drafted in the last two drafts in the first and second round. Only Bama, Georgia, and I believe LSU had more. Michigan has good football players. They dominate the trenches. They dominate physically. You don't always need sign stealing to have an advantage there. I'll keep reading the text. So now because Michigan is dominating these soft teams, they cried Michigan was cheaters, but because of their success, because of their success, I hope Michigan runs up the score on all these teams and never lets up the rest of the year. Ryan Day is a coward ass B as <laughs> Day doesn't want to lose his third straight game is the third straight year. So he went to these measures to avoid it. Guess what day you're about to get destroyed and smashed. Listen, I can, I can sit here and say Ryan Day was on the verge of being fired before all this. And hell, he might, he might be fired if, if Michigan ends up winning because this whole elaborate scheme to try to get Jim Harbaugh fired might not even work. And let's just face the facts. Jim Harbaugh was one game away from being fired. Or at least one season away. If Michigan did not beat Ohio State in 2021, there is, I don't know, what do you say, a 50-50 shot Jim Harbaugh was fired? He would have been... Uh, 0-8 versus Ohio State, that doesn't cut it. And then Connor Stallions comes along. Michigan starts winning. Guys, I'll acknowledge the facts. Sure, Michigan benefited from the sign stealing. I'm not trying to sit here and tell you Michigan's innocent of everything and didn't have a competitive advantage. What I do have a problem with is the Big Ten stepping in and getting political. Ohio State wants, we want you to go punish Michigan. Okay, guys, I got you. Tony, Petiti, man. I'll keep reading text. I'm, I'm just over this story. Dwayne, again, I think Michigan should leave the Big Ten and they should straight demolish those Columbus chumps. Not only the Big Ten's best moneymaker, Michigan, be gone but it will leave a bad taste in those Columbus chumps mouth and never play those cowards ever again. Make it hurt those cowards emotionally. All right. I'll, I'll just say it. I'll be the guy to say it. Ohio state is the cash cow of, uh, of the big 10. They have the biggest fan base. They make the big 10, the most money. They get the best TV ratings. I'll admit that Michigan's a close second and there is no third Penn state doesn't cut it. Michigan state doesn't cut it. And I promise you, Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, whoever you want, it just doesn't cut it. If Michigan were to actually look the Big Ten in the eyes and say, we're on the way out, bye, this conference might implode. These TV networks that signed up for a 10-year contract, seven-year contract, might freak out and try to get that reworked because then you're not getting Michigan-Ohio State. Hmm. That's unfortunate. It's the most watched game every single year. You're not getting a potential playoff team. And in this 12-team format, a perennial playoff team. Hmm. Really, for the Big Ten, I genuinely wish you the best luck if Michigan leaves, relying on the West Coast teams and relying on Wisconsin. Ohio. You'll have Ohio State. I'm not taking that away. But relying on Wisconsin, Iowa, Rutgers, Michigan State, whoever you want. Genuinely, good luck. 
Good luck trying to make money somehow, some way. You'll have your TV deal for the next seven years or whatever the hell it is. But at this point, I don't get how Michigan goes into the offseason. And again, there's a suspension coming from the NCAA, as there should be. I don't get how Michigan stands for this. I don't get how Michigan accepts this. I don't get how Michigan comes back to the Big Ten with Petiti still as the commissioner. I'm I'm dead ass serious. If Petiti's still the commissioner, I don't think Michigan will be back. How could they? How could they be back? They're not going to coexist. They genuinely, to the bottom of their hearts, believe that this man is personally targeting them. That was very apparent in their statement that they put out. Petiti is taking personal shots at Michigan. Michigan is taking personal shots at Petiti. It's just at the point where I think we're at no return. I really do think we're at a point where Michigan cannot coexist with Petiti. So if that's the case, someone's got to go. One more text and then we'll hit another break and get back with some lions before we close. Tony Petiti is a spineless jellyfish. He is very weak leader that caved due to pressure. He should have followed due process. Leave this out if you want it. We all know Urban Meyer is Ryan Day's Pacifer. Now Ryan Day has Tony Petiti to protect him from the big bad Wolverines. It's from David. Due process. You got to let things play out. That's exactly what the NCAA has done. And the Big Ten has stolen the information that the NCAA has found rather than doing their own investigation and now is coming after the Michigan Wolverines. Waiting until... If this was happened on Monday like it was originally supposed to, I don't think I'd have a problem. I really don't. But you waited until the last possible second to do it. On a holiday, courts are closed. You're trying to attack this Michigan program. You're trying to make them suffer. I get it. This, that program's not perfect. I get it. That program has made mistakes and should suffer from consequences down the line. But you're deliberately trying to hurt this program this season and do everything in your power to make sure that they don't get to the playoffs, that they face a punishment. These players are going to eat this up, man. There's been a lot of guys to play with a chip on their shoulder. I don't know if anyone's going to play with a bigger chip than Michigan tomorrow versus Penn State. It's going to be a bloodbath. The Ohio State game, man, that that is just going to be the ultimate bloodbath. Pool of blood in the big house. Let's take one more break, finish up with some Ryans and Lions, and we'll send it out to John for some high school football action. You're listening to The Payoff, fueled by Forward Energy. Council. The Payoff continues more from the great lakes bay region's home for sports sports radio 100.9 the mitt look guys i don't think michigan's here trying to avoid a suspension altogether michigan's probably well aware the ncaa is coming and they're going to get suspended jim harbaugh's at least going to get suspended because you're responsible for what happens beneath you all michigan's asking for is for this to be 100% and fully investigated. 
before anything happens. And the Big Ten has handled this like a bunch of teenage girls. Without thinking, they're just taking action and trying to punish out of pure pettiness. If you don't think there's a personal problem between Petiti and Michigan, I'll just read Michigan's statement. Like all members of the Big Ten Conference, we are entitled to a fair, deliberate, and thoughtful process to determine a full set of facts before judgment is rendered. Today's actions by Commissioner Tony Petiti disregards the conference's own handbook, violates basic tenets of due process, and sets an untenable precedent of assessing penalties before an investigation has been complete. We are dismayed at the commissioner's rush to judgment when there is an ongoing NCAA investigation, one in which we have fully cooperated. I don't understand how Michigan and Petiti can coexist in the Big Ten next year. It's a shame. This conference was in first place. They were the super conference. And now it's just... It feels like a hellhole. It really does. This conference is cannibalizing on each other. Everyone's upset, and I don't see an outcome to this where everyone is satisfied. I don't see an outcome to this where half the teams are satisfied. This this conference is going to implode. I thought it was the ACC. Good luck to the Big Ten the rest of the way. You've handled this like a bunch of little girls. Drama queens. Everyone. So petty. Starting with the coaches. Hell, starting with Michigan, who decided they had to go sign steal in order to win a Big Ten championship. Ryan Day. Pushing the ball down the road. The one that got this entire thing started. Because he couldn't handle losing. It's just ridiculous. And the funniest outcome of all of this would be if the big if Michigan went on to win the Big Ten and Tony Petiti had to hand a trophy to Jim Harbaugh. Exactly the way Roger Goodell had to hand the trophy to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. It's, it's just so funny. It really is. I wanted to get to the Lions. I really did. That's my team. I I got a lot of thoughts on the Lions. You got you guys might have heard some of them yesterday. I wanted to get to them. I didn't want this to take up the whole show, but here we are. Because of the Big Ten's incompetency to handle this like mature adults, to let this entire process play out, and because you you just demanded, you had to, you forced something to happen. You now have created a monster. You've opened up an entire new can of worms. This could have been over. Connor Stallions has been fired. You could have given Jim Harbaugh two two game suspension on Monday. They probably would have taken it. It could have been over by now. But instead, this is, just opens up a new can of worms. Can't even confidently say that this won't last another year. That this won't be an ongoing thing into the summer. Whether or not Michigan is going to be in the Big Ten. You put a crack in this conference that I don't know can be fixed. A scar. This could have been over by now. Could have been handled so much better. Yet, here we are. One thing I'll say about the Lions game. I'm nervous. 85% of you think we're going to win. 95% of the money's on the Lions. 
They've got the quarterback advantage. They've got the edge rusher advantage. It's going to be a tough game. This is the Lions' last real test. Hopefully they can get it done. So they're not getting tested until week 17 against the Cowboys. All right. Bullet Creek. Reed City. John Vacari's on the call. On Sports Radio 100.9. Thanks for listening to the payoff. I hope it was worth it. You don't work for it, you can't get it.